0: good morning everybody and welcome to another episode of obsidian achievement this is your host mike russin i can finally hear out of my left ear again so this is we're baby steps day by day we're getting a little bit better i I don't i don't even think i talked about it past like two weeks i've not been able to hear out of my left ear but we're back so now my voice sounds different it's it's weird it's kind of creepy But uh, (laughs) all right, here we go. So today, uh, man, I didn't even really think of a topic before we started. I just kind of hit the record button, but I got one. Here we go. So I think that, uh, you know, a lot of people don't do things well. (laughs) So what do I mean by that? I mean that a lot of people just kind of show up and go through the motions day in and day out, day in and day out, day in and day out. And then, you know, a year goes by, two years, five years, 10 years goes by. And it's like they've worked for five, 10 years, but there's really nothing to show for it. There's been no progress. Or I see this a lot in the gym is that, you know, people will go in and they'll work out and they'll do the same routine every single week. They'll put in the same amount of effort and then they plateau, but they never get out of that plateau. Now I understand that plateauing, Uh, and fitness is normal. That's very, very normal, and it happens no matter how hard you work. It's just a matter of how long does that plateau last, and for some people, it's nearly permanent because people get lulled into routine. Uh, People get lulled into habit, which routine and habit are not bad things, but how you approach routine and habit is absolutely, is absolutely important, it's it's paramount to your development so let me let me let, let me explain what i'm trying to tell you right now what i'm trying to say is that if you're just showing up and going through the motions you're not going to make forward progress you need to show up and do everything and we've talked about this with diligence you need to do everything consciously and with a high level of effort you need to do everything to the best of your ability so like whether it's like i was telling my sales team yesterday that if you're just showing up and making your phone calls and going through the motions you're going to get blown out of the water by somebody that's serving these people with passion and enthusiasm if you're just showing up every day and going through the motions at work and just same old thing same old pace same old mindset you're never going to make forward progress you should show up every single day and commit to giving the highest level of effort and focus that you could possibly give that's how you make forward progress like people oh i'm still getting a dead-end job let's listen let me tell you something when i was a kid i was a teenager um i started off uh my mom worked at this italian restaurant back in new york and they were doing a catering and uh you know, I was six, 15, 16 years old and they needed their dishwasher canceled at this catering. I'll never forget this. It was like at this cabin out in the woods, really nice cabin out in the woods. And they had this big kitchen with a dishwasher and it was like 200 guests and it was Indian food. It was an Indian wedding. So it was Indian food It got messy. So uh, I'd never really done, I'd never washed dishes before. It was like one of my first jobs outside of landscaping. Um, so, uh, the dishwasher canceled, uh, and my mom called me and she said, Hey, do you want to make some money under the table? You know, Nick, the boss, he needs, he needs a dishwasher to fill in for our catering tonight. And I said, sure. Um, and I went in and I, I killed it. I mean, I, 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 I will never forget. I can remember that night vividly. I, I crushed it. I was fast. I was thorough. Um, you know, I moved very quickly. I didn't get distracted. You know, I left my phone in the car. Uh, back then in a flip phone back in the car. Um, and I just gave it 100% because I looked at it as an opportunity. Well, the owner, Nick, man, he took notice. He's like, holy shit, dude. Like that's, this is the best dishwasher performance I think I've ever seen in 30, 40 years of owning a restaurant. So he hired me. He hired me for a permanent position on the spot. Uh, and I worked at the restaurant washing dishes. Um, and the waitresses, man, they loved me because I would get the glasses, the silverware in and out quick. Um, and, uh, from there, you know, I, I killed it at dishwashing. I, I, was always early. Uh, I stayed late and I gave it a hundred percent, made sure everything was clean, ready to go. I did it well. Um, because I, you know, I'm reading this book right now, uh, about the all blacks, which is a rugby team in, um, in New Zealand, which is one of the most winningest f- sports franchises of all time. And they have this concept called sweep the sheds. So after they're done uh, with a game, you know, it paints this picture they just won this game, this huge game. Fans are screaming. They go into the locker room afterwards. It was a blowout. They won. Their coach comes in, says, good job, but there's a couple things we could have done better. And then what do the captains do? The captains sweep the locker rooms. So it's like people think that – I know this is a side note, but people think that certain work is below them, like washing dishes and things like that. You don't understand that how you handle the little things is how you're going to end up handling the big things. No work is ever beneath you. To this day, you know, I'm a millionaire. I, I, have, I have, you know, a bunch of employees, two companies, three companies, and I still, I, I'll still clean the toilet in the office and take out the garbage. There's nothing I prefer that I don't have to anymore. But that's, it's just a principle of mine that no matter how high up you are and no matter who you think you are, there's no work that's ever beneath you. Now, back to what I was saying about washing dishes is I killed it. So again, the boss comes to me, Nick comes to me and he says, listen, man, I'd like to you know, promote you. So let's see how you handle pizzas. So I started making pizzas and I killed that. You know, I was crushing pizzas, man. I was fast, disciplined, focused. I mean, I could, you put me in front of some pizza and some sauce right now and I'll whip some shit up. It'll blow your mind. <laughs> so from there, he's like, listen, I want you to run my golf course operation. So he had a snack shop up the road at a golf course at, in Chautauqua Lake, um, and he said you know you've done so well with the dishes and the pizzas I want you to actually go work at the golf course and he actually promoted me to the manager of the golf course even though I'd never worked up there before so now I'm managing a snack shop at a golf course and then from there he expanded my role to uh to helping out with that being head of catering and then he moved me to the restaurant side and you know promoted me to a front of the house manager there and it's you know it was just promotion after promotion after promotion after, you know, just more money, more responsibilities. And I, and I built a very close relationship with this man. His name is uh, Nick Andriaccio. I love him to death. Um, and uh, all this goes to say is it's a testament to that. There's no, number one, there's no job that's ever beneath you. And number two, if you show up and you give it more than a hundred percent and you're diligent with everything that you do, promotion and advancement is in your future. And he might be saying, well, Mike, that's just a restaurant. You know, that's pennies on the dollar and blah, 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 blah. Well, that same attitude and work ethic is what took me from being a door-to-door field, field representative to being a, a vice president within our agency and starting two of my own companies and being a multimillionaire by the age of 29 years old. So you know, I'm not saying, I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just telling you, this is what it is. This is how it happened. And, and, and it's just how you do one thing is how you do everything. How I run my business. Hey, here's a, a very important connection. Listen, clean your ears out for this one. Like I did yesterday. How you, how I run my businesses now is how I wash dishes when I was 16 years old. How I run my businesses now is how I wash dishes when I was 16 years old. So just let that settle, set in. So how do you perform your day-to-day job responsibilities and duties? How do you perform your tasks? Do you look at it as I have to, or as I get to? And you know what? You're that unhappy with where you're at. Make a, make a change, make a change. Dude, I, I'd said, I've been saying this forever. You're not happy where you're at. You're not fulfilled. There's no upward advancement. Your boss is a jerk. I'm hiring. I'll say, I'll say it again and 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 I'll keep saying it. You know what? I'm going to keep plugging this because I've seen, t- recently I've seen too many lives get permanently changed for the better. And I just can't, I'm tired of listening to people complain. I don't, I don't make enough money and I don't, you know, my boss, you know, doesn't respect me and I'm not recognized for my work and I don't blah, 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 blah. All right, come work for me. Come work for me and like I said, I'll make you $150,000 your first year, minimum. Minimum. No you don't believe me? Hit up Chris Gilbert or Brent Henderson. Hit up one of those two. You don't believe me? Hit up Jeremiah Russell, my little brother, and ask ask him how much money he's going to make this year. I'm telling you right now, you don't believe them? I hit up my sister-in-law, 21-year-old year girl. Vianna is her name. My sister-in-law. Ask her how much money she's going to make this year. And she started halfway through the year. 21-year-old girl out here just smashing it top, top, rep last week, top agent of the month, couple months. Like, dude, I'm telling you right now, dude, it, there's no excuse for you being stuck in a dead-end job when the world is full, full of opportunities. Let's talk about that a little bit. Why do I think that getting into sales is so important? Because I think that in sales, you can gain a lot of capital very, very quickly. So in other words, you can you can amass a lot of money very quickly in sales. You have more control over your paychecks every single week like here's here's what you can do. You can go and you could be salaried and you can make, you know, 600 to 900 dollars a week and that's awesome. Or you could come here and you'll either make 0 dollars a week cuz you didn't work or you'll make 5,000 dollars a week. You take your pick. You know, the risk there's no risk. The risk is it's is your work ethic. That's the risk. The risk comes in as to whether or not you're going to show up and do your damn job 7 days a week. So like Why do I think getting into a career like, don't even come work for me. Go work for another sales company. Do something where there's commission. That's what I'm telling you to do is do something where there's commission so that you can make a lot of money. When you make a lot of money, okay, start, I I can help you with investing, which is why I keep telling you guys to get with Obsidian Consulting. I'm not giving away this information for free. It's not happening. I'm sorry. I just hit another stock that I put 50 grand in and it's 350,000. You know how long that took? 45 days. Okay. So that's the kind of information that you could have access to, but you don't want to invest the money. You don't want to invest the money that's on you. So what I would do if I were you is I would get into a commission sales position somewhere where you could build a lot of capital really quickly. And then the second thing is that, that I would do is I would find a really good mentor. I would find a really good mentor. That's made a lot of money with their money and start doing what they did on a smaller scale. That's what I did. I found a really good mentor that made a lot of money with their money. And, you know, they were playing with millions and I was playing with a couple thousand at first. And now here we are. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you guys got to go out there and you got to take a risk. But it starts with like doing things with diligence and doing things with focus and and giving your all with everything that you do. Well, this is beneath me and I don't like where I'm at. Then make it make a change. And remember that no work is ever beneath you. You're one, you're one mistake away from scrubbing toilets in a high school. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I think that's honorable work. Toilets need to be clean. But I'm just letting you know right now that some of you party animals out there that think that stuff is belie- beneath you, you're one DUI and involuntary manslaughter away from changing your entire life. Why don't you change your life for the better? You know, and at the end of the day, I think what I want to finish on today is goals. I don't think that enough people have goals. I think more people need to have more direction in their life that too many people, why do so many people just show up and go through the motions? Let's talk about this. So many people show up going back to the very first topic on this podcast, people just show up and go through the the motions because they have no goals. How do people get stuck in dead end jobs and why won't people step out and take a risk and do something different because they have no goals? I guarantee you right now, if I were to ask you to your face, what your 10 year, five year, 10 year, 20 year plan is, you wouldn't have a damn clue what to tell me. You wouldn't have a clue. How much money do you want to have in five years? Oh, uh, dude, well, I would like to. Nope, that's not a plan. That's not a goal. How much money do you want to have in 10 years? How much money do you want to have in 20 years? Hey, how about this? What do you want your life to look at look like relationally in 10 years? Where do you see yourself? Married, kids, this, that. Well, I would like to be. Nope, that's not a plan. That's not a goal. I would like to is not a plan and it's not a goal. A goal is I will by this date have this, 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 and this accomplished. You ain't got no goals. You've got no goals. You have no sense of direction, so you're just floating around in the middle of the ocean. You don't know where the hell you're going and how to get there. You're going to die. You're going to be a scurvy little pirate, scurvy little naked hairy pirate, sweating out there, <laughs> drinking salt water, killing yourself. You know what I'm saying? You guys got to have goals. I just, it blows my mind how many people don't have goals. You got to have a sense of direction. You got to have a purpose. You got like, to know where the hell you're going and how to get there you have to have goals. If you don't have goals, I think you should have spiritual goals first. That's number one. I think you should have goals to to, to build your relationship with Jesus, re- your relationship with God, to become better spiritually, to engage in spiritual disciplines like tithing, reading the Bible, studying the Bible, memorizing the Bible, and prayer, fervent, earnest prayer frequently. I think those three things right there, you zone in on tithing and giving your money to the right places. You zone in on developing yourself in a scriptural sense and and studying scripture and memorizing scripture and then developing your prayer life, boom, there you go. Now set up spiritual goals that you would like to hit. Next, I think you should zone in on your physical goals because if you're not right spiritually and you're not right physically, there's nothing else gonna be right in your life. Next, I think you should have, uh, like I said, physical goals. What's your goal weight? What's your goal physique? What's your goal like? What do you want to feel like every morning when you wake up? My guess is 90% of you wake up puffy, Tired, lethargic, probably bubble guts. Like I'm I guarantee you, tired it takes you. Caffeine, listen, if you need caffeine to jumpstart your day, there's something wrong with you. I'm just letting you know right now your body's full of toxins, you're not on the right diet, you're not working out enough, and you're not drinking enough water. So I would have physical goals. I would have financial goals, savings, investments. How much money do you want to make? How much money do you want to make? Stop being a wage slave. It kills me. I could never imagine. I could never, f- and I'm not hating on any of you. I'm just keeping it real. I could never, ever, ever imagine somebody sitting across the desk from me and saying, I'm gonna pay you $65,000 a year. First of all, that's what, almost what my executive assistant makes. That's the staff expenses. Second of all, you're you're selling dollars in weeks of your life. Like you're selling hours of your life and you're selling weeks of your life for a dollar amount. That doesn't scare you. Well, I make $22 an hour. Okay, so what you're telling me is that you sell another person who owns a business one hour of your life for 22 bucks. I know this is gonna cut some of you up a little bit today, and I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm just keeping it real with you. I mean, I don't know how else to, to, to word this and frame it. And I understand that. Yeah, I mean, most people have a salary. Most people have... Um, an hourly wage. That's fine if that's where you want to be, but you need to learn how to leverage some of that money that you're selling your life for. That's the key. Nothing wrong with being salaried. There's nothing wrong with being out. If you're happy and fulfilled, good for you. That's amazing. It's amazing. I'm so happy you have fulfillment, but how are you leveraging the money that you're you're bringing in? So you need to have financial goals and you need to learn how to invest your money properly because wealthy people understand how to make their money work for them. Like I, I, I just figured out a couple little loopholes with my LLC where I could basically drive around a Lamborghini for free and, and chalk it up as a business expense. Like people say, well, they take advantage of the system. No, they just understand the system better than you because they read more books and they talk to more people that are in the positions that they want to be. So spiritual goals, finan- or physical goals, financial goals, relationship goals. What do you want your marriage to look like? What do you want your friendships to look like? What do you want your your relationship with your kids to look like? Do you even have goals in these areas? Or are you just existing alongside somebody? Or are you just existing as a parent? I feel like you should have goals. Shoot, it's 8.55. I've been meeting with the head honcho at nine. So I gotta hop off. But that's all I got for, for today. So like three topics mixed in there. Quick shotgun, let's get it.